Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, my little biddies. It is your host, Rachel, here. This is the Lipstick Biddies Podcast, formerly known as the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the family. This is so much more than a podcast. We're a community. Make sure to use hashtag Lipstick Biddies and caption what you love most about this podcast and tag me at Lipstick Biddies for a chance to be posted on our Instagram feed for Feature Fridays. I am so appreciative of you listening into this podcast today and being a part of the Lipstick Biddies community. If you're digging this podcast, there are a few ways that you can help to support. First, when you love an episode or see a post on social that you resonate with, or if you're listening to an episode and want to take a screenshot, please always tag me at Lipstick Biddies and at Rachel Rose Makeup so I can return the favor because we love returning the favor. Sharing on social and recommending this podcast to your friends is always the easiest way to help this community grow. Second, please, please, please rate and review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Your reviews are incredibly appreciated by me as a small creator who would love to amplify all the voices you see and hear on this show. Those reviews are what helps get visibility for this podcast. I read every single review. You guys are so amazing. I love it. Lastly, you can sign up to be a Lipstick Biddies subscriber on Patreon for only $5 a month. Y'all, that is less than a price of a lipstick. As a patron, you will receive access to a private Lipstick Biddies community Facebook group. This is where we support each other. We ask questions, share advice, promote our work, celebrate our wins, and continue the conversation you hear on this podcast. I'm talking about job leads, assisting opportunities, makeup collection, kit organization advice, content creating tips, you know, all the good shit that you want and you need to succeed. And more than anything, have a sense of belonging and community with a truly supportive group of people. All are welcome in this group, no matter what amount of experience you have or your current line of work. Lipstick Biddies is a fully one-woman show, so your support as a patron will go towards helping this podcast and help me to bring you more frequent and higher quality content in the future. Make sure to check out our Instagram at Lipstick Biddies and at Rachel Rose Makeup. And always slide into my DMs with any feedback, any conversation. I love hearing from you all. So make sure to reach out and reach out to the fellow artists within the Lipstick Biddies community. Everybody is truly, truly supportive. Enjoy the episode and we will see you next week. Hello, everybody. Hello, friends. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, I hope everybody is taking care of themselves, and I mean that very sincerely and truly. I hope that this podcast is a welcome distraction for you, um, and lean on your friends. Please, you know, do some self-care, partake in whatever legal activities you can in your state that may help your anxiety. So today, oh my gosh, this episode has been way overdue. My friend Nadia Michelle, her Instagram is at N-A-D-D-Y-A, Michelle, M-U-A. We are talking today about kit hygiene, sanitation, and organization, all those good things. So I'm not going to take up too much of the intro, but um, I will say this. If you are a makeup artist and you're still not wearing a mask, you're dirty. (laughs) You are dirty and not in the good way, not in the dirty self makeup good way. So, and if you don't catch anything that we mention in this episode, as far as resources go, I'm going to link as many resources as I can and Instagram accounts of people to follow for resources regarding this topic. So make sure to follow them and enjoy the episode.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. I am so excited about today's episode because it is my first Atlanta makeup artist that I'm here with today, my friend Nadia Michelle. Hi, Nadia. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to have you on. It's been forever since we've seen each other. Girl, everyone, though. I know, right? Everyone. So I met Nadia actually because Nadia was a model. Nadia is like a quadruple threat. Nadia is an actor, a model, a singer, a makeup artist. I'm annoying. You, that's what it are, is. <laughs> annoying. That's number five. Are you a, are you a dancer? Can we add like No, six? girl. I'm a mover. I'm a, a okay. purposeful mover. I'm not go. a dancer though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play any instruments? I wish. I've tried to play guitar and ukulele for forever, but you know, I like to pretend that I'm actually working towards it. In yeah. reality, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, it's funny though, because we, so we met each other on set. Um, I didn't know that Nadia was a makeup artist. So I'm like, she tells me she's a makeup artist. And then we just started like going off and like talking about what's in our kit. And I always love working with makeup artists because it's fun to like, you know, see how, how everybody works and um, mm-hmm. exchange like tips and stuff like that. And that was my first time mm-hmm. actually working on a makeup artist as a model and I was like really intimidated. So I'm glad that like you were like so dope because I was well, like- that's why, that's why I don't usually say anything. Like, especially when I'm on set, because again, as, as we said, I, I, I'm also a working actor. Um, it's mm-hmm. weird because uh, such a big part of my like career is doing makeup. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, when I'm on set, it's weird. I say I sometimes don't say that I'm a makeup artist because I feel like it intimidates people, and I don't. I'm really chill. I'm just like, yeah, whatever you gotta do, my face is chill. These are my allergies because my skin is annoying. But other than that, like you go for it. Um, yeah. But if I feel like it's a comfortable environment and I feel like I'm vibing with a makeup artist, I'll be like hey girl by the way this is what I do but even when I say that sometimes I feel like I have to like prove myself which is weird like they're like oh are you really a makeup artist or like are you like an Instagram makeup artist and I'm just like no girl I work Uh, in tv and film (laughs) yeah yeah you your work is beautiful you've worked and uh, Nadia's worked with the same a couple of the same photographers that I've worked with a a couple of the same models I've worked with it's like a small community which is what Mm -hmm. we were talking about but so since that photo shoot we've kept in touch and like Instagram all this stuff and um, I've been wanting to do an episode on hygiene and also like kit organization and kit condensing which I feel like all kind of goes to like hand in hand because mm-hmm. we were on that set you were like "Ooh, I like this waiver and I was like "Ooh, yes yeah. girl look what else I got and then mm-hmm. you showed me you told me about artist kit company which is mm-hmm. a company that has like kit condensing materials mm-hmm. you also told me about pocketbook and a few mm-hmm. other things that I feel like I've I've sent you some links to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. So when I was like, oh, who do I have on this? And I was like, oh, Nadia. Nadia <laughs> would like totally vibe out on this. Um, yes. So before we kind of like dig into it, I just want to like put a quick disclaimer on this that I am not a healthcare professional. I am a professional makeup artist. I, all of the knowledge that I'm going to be sharing that we're going to be sharing today um, is based on our own education and our own knowledge on the subject. And we both live in the state of Georgia. So abiding by the guidelines um, in the state of Georgia. So make sure that, you know, whatever information you're going to be taking away from this, from us, that you double check with your own state guidelines or country guidelines if you're out of the United States and make sure that you are abiding by those protocols. So just wanted to disclaimer, please don't Please don't do something and get us like sued. Be like, I learned it on the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. No, girl. We're not giving you professional <laughs> advice. We're just giving you our opinions. Yes. yes. But there's <laughs> like also. Works. Yeah. What works for us too. And also like, yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I've prided myself in getting educated in hygiene mm-hmm. and sanitation. And we'll talk mm-hmm. more about that. But I feel like mm-hmm. I can make educated decisions when it comes to that stuff based on my training a lot of it is common sense i would say like yeah (laughs) at the the same time so so nadia what was what's Mm -hmm. your background in your training are you self-taught did you like go to cosmetology school or anything like that yeah 
Well, I'm I'm a mixture of those things. I started being interested in makeup in college. Um, I had a roommate that was really into it, and I was an artsy person for a long time. And again, I was doing acting and stuff. I went to college <laughs> at the University of Florida for um, theater and psychology. And okay. so I was doing that already. But then I started developing a passion for makeup. And mm-hmm. I was able to take a ma- a basic theater makeup course just because of my degree. So that was mm-hmm. a really great foundation when it came to um, special effects and color theory okay. and um, just general application. So I think that that built the foundation for the rest of my career, I would say. I'm really grateful for that. I had really great teachers. Um, mm-hmm. It also kind of helped me transition transition into film and TV makeup because it's very character based mm-hmm. the way that I learned about it um script mm-hmm. analysis implementing that into the makeup application mm-hmm. and then I worked at Sephora for around three to four years I would say oh, cool. um and there I got incredible training I was um, gonna I say worked, they have yeah. really good training there yeah. yeah I worked from the ground up I started as a cashier and I was like listen I want to be an artist and within a year or two I was certified and once cool. you're a certified artist they take you to um a lot of um, master classes and workshops and like I even went to the artistry lab if anyone has been in a Sephora artist mm-hmm. which is basically like a three-day boot camp where they teach you how to like do basics like skin and like mm-hmm. like lips like it's like each day is individually catered to one thing mm-hmm. and it sounds pretty simple but honestly it was incredibly enlightening so from there I also just like had a lot of hands-on training working mm-hmm. on like sets and like small short projects and stuff like that and then from there now I'm doing the thing here in Atlanta yeah so yeah I love that though because I came from I mean I I was self-taught but then I basically and I talked about this in a previous episode I got a job at a like very bougie makeup studio in Soho with like a lot of artists that came mm-hmm. to be very like big industry professionals now um and I was kind of like I got the job like just because I know people and because I'm like a big talker I was like you know fake it till you make it which you can Mm -hmm. until you make it and then people notice if you're faking it Mm -hmm. was the kind of thing so it was like I could tell my skills were a little like you know a little rough around their edges especially compared to my colleagues and basic things like skincare um and hygiene were it mm-hmm. is not something that you would learn on yeah. YouTube. You just yeah. you just don't. But you learn that at like when you're working in retail because they're not mm-hmm. trying to get sued by someone that gets yeah. a sty or herpes on their yeah. lip. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so. but I would, I would say that for me, at least, I had very basic hygiene training. I think that my in-depth training came from people like Angie DiBattista, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone doesn't know her, she's an incredible resource for makeup artists. Um, she's a makeup artist in, from Canada. And she even okay. has her own, like, YouTube channel. And she also does, like, subscription models for, like, training on artists and stuff like that. And she, her dad is, like, a works for like the CDC or something like that or like something when it comes to like infectious diseases so she has incredible knowledge when it comes to the spreads of diseases and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so all of her training sanitation wise comes from how insane like germaphobe her family is (laughs) um and even before the pandemic like I already was up to standard because Mm -hmm. of her training and I think that that's kind of what brought me to the other levels I highly recommend looking her up um because she's she she's like incredible like it would change your makeup sanitation game yeah I'll have to look her up I've actually never heard of her oh she's Um, she's awesome but you know this is why it's so important to like make like make friends with other makeup artists like you learn Mm -hmm. these things you learn from each other um yeah so I mean like I said when I was at the studio I had like common sense like I knew not to double dip I knew uh you know that I had to sanitize things with alcohol um and I would say because I am also like a dermaphobe I feel like I was definitely like above the normal makeup artist Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. as far as my hygiene standards so I actually ended up going to a to school and then I learned like everything and then you know nice went to I worked in retail and here you know here I am today and I feel like I just um hygiene was always part you know I just felt like it wasn't like I don't know like I felt like it was always like part of the makeup Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like for me now it's like one of the most important things in the client experience and I think that the way that I do set up my kit and the way that I do kind of show people look I'm doing the x y and z mm-hmm. um show my clients that I really do care about their health and safety and mm-hmm. I learn most of these like I guess like advanced sanitation techniques due to COVID because mm-hmm. 
people like barbicide sanitation conversation mm-hmm. um, I listen to the makeup show podcast and I also take um, I took a lot of webinars with the makeup show um, mm-hmm. specifically geared towards sanitation and just like educated myself you know things like simple things that you wouldn't know like for example certain viral sides you have to leave on a surface for a certain length of time before mm-hmm. you wipe them down you Mm-hmm. Th- so they can work whereas before I felt like I really didn't know that and I was just like spraying things and then wiping them down mm-hmm. and it's not disinfecting properly so this affected my makeup applications because I would have to tack on an extra 10 minutes per person because I knew that I had to like let that stuff sit and you know as, as the time's gone on I feel like the stuff that we have now like the um, products that we have now don't have to sit as long but like I don't like how, how do you feel like your makeup application and like your client experience has changed Mm -hmm. since COVID? I think that, I think, yeah, things take a little bit longer now just because I am a lot more, not thorough, but just, I have a lot of extra extra steps. For example, Yeah, meticulous. Yeah, exactly. For Mm -hmm. example, like I didn't have like, a little rubber mat where everything would go. Everything wasn't just plastic. So I would have- I have the rubber mat too. (laughs) Right, isn't it nice? Yeah. and I wouldn't just like wipe everything down after every client. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it was fine. Like mm-hmm. I had like a regular like travel mall, which is something that a lot mm-hmm. of artists have. And mm-hmm. then I would still, for example, like alcohol, all my powders, like I would do all that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if I run out of brushes, I would just use my um, Cinema Secrets and just spot clean, which is perfectly mm-hmm. fine. I mean, it's a disinfectant. I think that was the biggest shift for yeah, me. And I think all makeup artists, I think all yeah. makeup artists had one or two brush sets and yeah. you would use Cinema Secrets or something comparable that had yeah. sanitizing agents and you would wash them in between clients. And, yeah. and just let them dry I, and use your second set mm-hmm. and then switch them out. But and now, I, yeah. yeah. Now I mm-hmm. went and bought, did you buy like new sets of brushes? So now yeah, you have girl. multiple sets. Thank God yeah. for Black Friday. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> thank God for Delium Tools being Listen. affordable and having a pro desk count. What are your favorite? Yeah. brushes oh i love luxie brushes so much like almost all of my kit is luxie because um i'm also a, a cruelty free um okay. i would say that 99 to 98 percent of my kit is cruelty free there's only a couple things that are not because i already had them from before mm-hmm. or haven't found replacements um for example i am a sucker for bioderma and i haven't found mm, yes. something that works like that and bioderma technically is french it's just it's in a gray area on if it's cruelty free the- or not what, the what in the what in the bioderma brand do you use um i use the uh just the micellar water oh, the micellar and like water. the toner okay. and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so just b3 things like that. has an excellent toner b3 yeah which is what i actually used on you remember i was like Ooh, yeah like sensitive skin and you're like yeah i remember you're like good. something like always breaks out your lips and you're like oh this is great so b3 has yeah. an excellent toner yeah I love that toner yeah i'm still on the search for a good micellar water that doesn't feel sticky Same. because that like it's hard to find something like that but that's so cool little things free. like that yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so so I think that and then I have like a Dior lip gloss that I got for my time at Sephora that is just beautiful <laughs> and I haven't been able to like find a replacement for it but other than that like I'm very thankful that most mm-hmm. of the pro brands are cruelty free and that's mm-hmm. something that I really care about because I personally buy cruelty free mm-hmm. so I feel bad buying those products not for my kit but yeah. you know I don't care I'm not going to shame you it's just my personal choice but well, Delium, Delium yeah. Tools has it is. excellent synthetic brushes they have synthetic yeah. and natural hair brushes they're, they're cruelty free Omnia yeah has yeah. excellent synthetic brushes. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say like, I would say maybe like 60% of my kit is cruelty free. And I'm yeah. also like pescatarian. So like I'm mm-hmm. trying to make the shift that, that there's just certain things that I really yeah. love in my kit that yeah. aren't cruelty free. Yeah. You use, you use the face atelier foundations as yeah. your, and the, yeah. that's cruelty free, right? It is. Yes. Yeah. yeah I remember you introduced it. You were like, Ooh, face atelier. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. I'm I not swear by them. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Um, I'm always on the hunt for new stuff, but I'm currently at the point where I love the products that I'm using. <laughs> um, and yeah. I'm not bored of them yet, so I'm always looking to implement stuff, but it has to bring a certain level that I don't already have in my kit, I guess. Or you know, I... if I have the extra money, I'll bring it in, but... Yeah, I love the Danessa Myricks Vision Cream Cover. Mm-hmm. Is the only foundation that I. Yeah. I mean, it's like what I use the most because it's you. It, it can mix with uh, like different bases, so you mm-hmm. can really mm-hmm. sheer it out, and I can make whatever I want out of it, and also use it as a concealer. So I'm all mm-hmm. about like multi-purpose products, yep. especially because of how condensed my kit is. I don't mm-hmm. want to carry like a thousand different mm-hmm. foundation formulas, and yeah. it's important as a makeup artist to know how you can mix foundations mm-hmm. to create different formulas instead of yep. 
carrying like a thousand things. But oh yeah, I would say so. The hardest thing for me as a makeup artist when we shifted like post COVID, and I also will mention that Atlanta was like the or Georgia was the last state to shut like one of the last states to shut down, and also yeah. one of the first states to open up. So I feel like we were the guinea pigs as far as what we mm-hmm. were supposed to be doing. I feel like I've spent more money than like you know people, for example, mm-hmm. in New York because we had to trial and error all the shit. That we- Girl, right? Listen. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so, it, it was it was a struggle. <laughs> so and, what was and, the biggest like yeah. did you did you overhaul your kit and like what did like what what new things did you like cuz yeah. like for me I had to like I felt more comfortable switching over to the photo organizer box mm-hmm. instead of the fabric uh, travel mall which actually takes up the same amount of space mm-hmm. um just because I'm like neurotic when it comes to it um mm-hmm. so I like to have everything like plastic and everything mm-hmm. uh contained in boxes that was a huge overhaul for me mm-hmm. so w- what about you yeah I I basically had a huge kit upgrade and I recommend people check out um create safely as well um it's one of the really yes, yes it's yes, one yes, of the yes, brands yes. that really helped me when I and was made pop they made the pop they made the pocketbook right? yeah mm-hmm. so Christy mm-hmm. the owner is fabulous and super sweet and something that she said in one of her lives that really stuck with me was call your current changes in your kit upgrades because that's mm. really what it is. You're upgrading mm-hmm. your kit, you're increasing the value of your kit because mm-hmm. you have to overhaul so many things. So mm-hmm. with my kit upgrades, I also got rid of my travel mall, even though I loved it. Um, yeah. Because again, I felt weird without with having the poor surface. Um, yeah. So I, I got really crafty and I saw that an artist um, in the community, I forgot their name, but um, I saw that- Your artist, setup is dope. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I just got excited because I just remembered what your setup looks like, but yeah. go ahead, you explain it, I won't spoil yeah. it. Yeah, if anyone if anyone wants to see my setup, I have it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's my Instagram is Nadia Michelle M U A. It's N A D D Y A because my mom got creative Michelle M U A on Instagram, <laughs> and I have a little video showing it because I was really proud of it. Um, but I saw that an artist got these um, plastic um, packing cubes from Target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, so what I ended up doing, which is really much what they did too, was plastic packing cube from t- Target. I got a plastic folder as the base to give a little more stability. And then I got plastic drawer dividers to create the, di- the dividers. So it kind of looks like a travel mall in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it fits so many things. I have two of those. Mm-hmm. And I have it divided by complexion and by eyes, basically. And then I have like, I love the video. Things. I love the video that you did. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm very so thorough. Because <laughs> I, I did a video like that, too. And I love mm-hmm. – I, I just love when people are able to share. It's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. – it's really nice when like you share and then people take ideas from you and also you can use an Amazon you could get with the Amazon affiliate program and start getting paid for those I know that's I've had people tell me that (laughs) because I'm I'm always sharing stuff on my Instagram Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I just I I love using or that I'm seeing other artists use Um, so I'll I don't know I'll have to do that eventually I've just been (laughs) so lazy but yeah and then obviously like other different things like I have like now with the plastic backpack for all my PPE Mm -hmm. and stuff like that uh, oh, yeah. Okay. See, this this is exactly. why I needed this is why I needed Nadia on the episode because like, yes, 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 and yes, and I don't need to explain anything to you. Why I do things yeah. like you because you yeah. do them too, and that makes me excited. Yeah, it's just easier for cleanup. I know I just wipe everything down, um, and then I have like a like this like plastic beach tote bag that has like holes in it or whatnot. Um, mm. I think it's similar to one that um, makeup pays my bills was selling. I was just gonna ask. Yeah, is it's it, similar. Yeah, yeah it's okay. similar. The one that I have is bigger though i think okay. they're from the ones that they have but if you want to support a small business or make a piece make of a bills, piece i'm all about that but mm-hmm. supporting small businesses especially mm-hmm. women-owned businesses hell yeah yes so <laughs> that's the one that i have and then i just put everything else in there and then i also have some like those like little plastic target pencil cases that mm-hmm. everyone went crazy buying at the beginning of the pandemic and then i also yeah. got really creative with you like, went to the dollar store i remember you got girl, like some stuff at the dollar store I got, yeah, some I got stuff some that i did there Mm-hmm. We were on the same wavelength. I was like, I just got yeah. that shit from the dollar store too. <laughs> we like that's the thing. We all had to get so creative because the products that we needed didn't exist. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm still waiting mm-hmm. for someone to create to give me a plastic travel mall, <laughs> even though mine's working perfectly. But mm. like you know, like like stuff so like what, that, we we didn't didn't exist. So what people have actually been doing? Okay, so so as like a, another resource, um, mm-hmm. I highly recommend the artist arsenal. Um, yes. 
which is run by a makeup artist. Her name's Hallie, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know her Instagram handle, but um, it's the artist arsenal. That's pretty much like how I found a lot of my ideas. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of make them your own. And I've seen, and there's a Facebook group and there's an Instagram for it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen on the Facebook group, people have taken their travel malls and essentially like made their own, like bought vinyl mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and made it so that it's like covers the travel like, mall. Like wrapped it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. With like, with like, um, what's it called? Velcro. Yeah. And like cut it to size. And I feel like that's kind of like where I would need to go with that. But I really love your mm -hmm. setup. Yours, yours makes a lot of sense. I don't like the photo organizer just feels like a little flimsy. And mm -hmm. so now I'm at the point where I'm like, I kind of want to just use the boxes. So if you don't mm -hmm. know what the, if you don't know what the photo organizer is, <laughs> you're like sleeping under a rock. But um, <laughs> basically it's like from Michael's, you get at Michael's, you get it on Amazon and I'll put a mm -hmm. link um, in this episode description with um, like a, I'll put together a shopping list. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it has like photo boxes and they're all like plastic. So I think the most important thing for me to stay organized and like being organized and being hygienic go like hand in hand. Yes. Like when I felt when I was like less organized, it was really hard to be as hygienic as I am now. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. because if you know where everything is going, if you know it has a spot, if it's going in this box, it's easy for you to just put it in that box. Mm -hmm. And when I'm working, I usually keep everything that's like in use out. And then I yes. wipe everything down before it goes back into the photo organizer. But I think that um, you got to get a label maker. If you're a makeup Girl, artist, but a label maker, like, who are you? My label maker <laughs> is my best friend. And I'm just going to say too, like your clients are going to be so impressed yes. when they see that you've labeled everything mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. is just so nice and organized mm -hmm. and also just like going to sanitation too and organization just like clean your palettes guys I was talking with another oh artist God. literally <laughs> yesterday about this this is Why not do even you have to say that I'm gonna shade all of you that don't clean your palettes having d dusty palettes does not mean that you're a working artist that's working a lot it just means that you have dusty palettes because you're a dusty bitch <laughs> like listen like I, and, and it's 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 I think that this is this is like an old makeup artist mentality um of like mm -hmm. oh if my art my kit looks used it means I'm working it's like a status symbol and that's something that I noticed with like artists before that's becoming true. artists like years ago and there's nothing wrong with that because that's just a mentality that was back then but I think that now especially with COVID we have to realize no like if it's dirty just clean it you know like if it's dirty you dirty <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's another side note on organization and yeah. cleaning and, and it'll look so much better. Your clients are going to appreciate it so much. I, I made a meme that got picked up by uh, oh, yeah. makeup artist <laughs> Dank Memes. Yeah. And it's basically like a sh like I put together like a like a picture of like a really gross makeup kit and a and mm -hmm. like all these like gross uh, makeup like beauty blenders that were mm -hmm. dirty. And I was like, if your kit looks like this, don't worry about what's in the <laughs> what's in the COVID vaccine. Yes. And like a lot of people, someone commented being like, if you go to a makeup artist that kit looks like that, also don't worry about the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Yes. what's in the COVID vaccine is true yeah. like you should you as a and if you're listening I know that most of our listeners are professional makeup artists but we mm -hmm. do have a lot of listeners that are also just like aspiring makeup artists or yeah. makeup enthusiasts if you're getting your makeup done take a look at the kit mm -hmm. first of all if the brushes are dirty and I'm not talking about like you know some some of them have like white bristles and if they look like maybe like a little stained sometimes mm -hmm. like you can't get out like you know like yeah. a red pigment or something like that um, although me I would probably just throw that brush away <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> just because I don't like how that looks. Um, mm -hmm. But um, take a look at their kit. Does it look clean? Yeah. It's just kind of like how you would if you like go dine in a restaurant and like the bathroom looks dirty. You know, yeah. it's like if the bathroom is dirty, the kitchen's probably dirty. If the brushes are dirty and I've had, I feel really bad for the models that I've worked with and my clients sometimes. One of my, <laughs> one of the models that I worked with, she put on, I have an allergy waiver, which I highly recommend uh, makeup mm -hmm, artists mm -hmm. to have. And especially right now yes. with COVID, you can also add in like just a little blurb being like, we're both assuming responsibility by conducting services that this is a risk and just, you know, kind of have that mutual understanding that look like if someone gets sick we have no way of knowing like where it's coming from yeah but so um one of one of the models i worked with was like i'm allergic to fenty concealer and i was like that's very specific and i was like okay so what happened 
And she was like, well, I broke out. And I was like, okay, well, usually if it's a breakout, not it's usually like a dirty brush situation and not like mm-hmm. a allergy, you know what I mean? And uh, she was like, yeah, it only happened that one time. I was like, so what did the, and we kind of got down to it. And she said that the brushes are dirty. The makeup artist was using the same brushes on her and a, mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's kind of ask you about that because I feel like mm-hmm. when I'm working, I'm mostly working with one model, maybe two, and I'm not mm-hmm. working on like multiple people. You work a lot on film. Yeah. So, so how, how, yeah. how does that look like for you right now? So fun story. I also, as an actor, have a, have stories of makeup artists being nasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, and you're probably like, no, girl, I, you're probably, you probably have girl. cinema secrets in your back pocket. Oh my God. Like, Can stop. I just... That's my story. That's, that's literally my story. Oh my God. That's what I'm about to say. So this is what happened. I'm going to try to keep it short. Cause it's kind of a, Sorry, like a, no spoilers. Oh my God. Listen, this is what happened. So I'm working you can in this... as long as long as you want, oh my girl. God. Like, it's okay. As long as you you want. can you can edit it to taste. But basically, what happened was I was working on this um, short film set. Um, I know the production company; they're friends of mine. I work with them as well as a makeup artist, so it's they know that I do both things, right? This is not a, a mystery to anyone. But as I said, I don't tell makeup artists on set sometimes that I'm a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I wait and I wage. And then I decide if I it's something that I want to disclose because sometimes again they get a little weird. I feel so like I feel so special <laughs> now that like you disclosed it. Like you're well, like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. Well, because you, you were chill. And like okay, we were okay. already talking about makeup and shit. Yeah. Oh my okay, god, can continue. I curse on this podcast? Can I curse on this podcast? Uh yeah, I've already cursed like ten times. <laughs> okay, shit. I'm gonna try not to, but like I might. And also like I worked with Sahil before as a makeup artist, like multiple times. So it was one of those things like it was gonna come up. But yes, mm-hmm. also I felt comfortable with you. But mm-hmm. this artist, quote unquote, she brings in her kit or whatever. It's a small kit, and you know we all start somewhere. So right. I'm not gonna judge someone for having certain things in their kit. That's totally fine. But as I notice as she's working, I'm like the second to third person I think that she had to do and I think it was just three of us but I definitely wasn't the first one yes no I was second I was definitely the second one I remember specifically because of reasons but the point <laughs> is as she, when she's finishing everything um she's talking to to the girl that's doing the hair and everything and I noticed that she has a little bit of a uh, I'm a makeup artist and this mm. is I know what I'm doing and Ooh, I love that voice oh my god I have really good <laughs> conceited voices just so that you Ooh. know Continue. So <laughs> that might be the voice that I use for the rest of this conversation for this person. Perfect. So, Perfect. Um, I mean, she's a lovely girl. In case she ever listens to this, hopefully she doesn't. I'm so sorry. But also, your mate, your kit was really, really bad. It's um, an important story to tell. It is a, such, such an important story to tell. And then the girl that she was that was on her makeup chair was also a makeup enthusiast. So we were having, like, discussions about, like, different stuff and, like, different products. And obviously she could tell that I knew what I – I knew about products at the minimum. Right. Um, and then at one point I – you know, I'm, I'm sitting down in the chair. It's my turn. And I just noticed, like, hmm, this this brush looks kind of dirty. Mm. Hmm. And I noticed that she's using the same brushes that she just used on the other talent on me. And I also look over, and her kit is dusty, as we have said. Basically, that picture you that's showed, me. that's what her – that's what her – there's there's two words that I like a lot to use. I like crusty and I like dusty. Ooh. So just letting that's you know. That's going to be probably the episode, the name of the episode. It's like, <laughs> crusty don't be and dusty. <laughs> crusty and dusty. <laughs> yeah. So I, I look over and I see that this, her kit's just not, not there. And then as we're starting to talk, I'm like, hmm, okay. This is a thing. My makeup is almost done. I'm already here. It's already happening. There's nothing I can do yeah, about like this a, moment. I should have like paid more attention. Crash. Yeah, <laughs> I should have like paid, like paid more attention. Yes, I should have paid yeah. more attention. But mm. I trusted that she knew what she was doing. And mm. as they're talking, she starts saying, oh, you know, I want to get more more foundations for my kit. You know, I brought my own foundation and concealer because she didn't have those things for me, which is fine. You know, I'm okay with bringing my own stuff when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, but she starts saying, yeah, I'm going to buy some foundations out of AliExpress. They're for like a dollar each or something. And then my brain starts going crazy. Let me just tell you something, guys. <laughs> don't buy foundations out of AliExpress because you don't know what's in them. You don't know the yeah. chemicals that are in them. They're probably not good for your skin. If there's something that you want to buy expensive, buy expensive skincare, buy expensive foundation because it goes directly on your skin. Mm-hmm. Just saying. PSA. But 
So these things are happening and I'm like, oh God. And then at the end of the day, after she does everyone, she even was like using her brush to like dust off the director's face. It was really (laughs) strange. It was all very strange. (laughs) And I go to her and I'm like, hey girl, so just letting you know, like have, you know, like I'll bring you some cinema secrets. I noticed that you didn't have time to brush your, to clean your brushes before you got to set. (laughs) But you know, I got you girl. I'm going to bring you some cinema secrets. And she's like, no, it's fine. I just like didn't have time to clean. They told me about this production really fucking late. So I I just didn't have time but i'll do it tomorrow and i'm Get like the fuck out no like like that's almost verbatim and i'm like okay that's fine girl my brain that's, doesn't tr- that's my girl <laughs> <laughs> like my brain doesn't trust that so i bring cinema secrets the next day because you know yes. this bitch has like a little depotted version that i can bring over right and i'm on set and i'm sitting and i notice that her brushes are still dusty Ugh. they're still dirty they're not that's clean terrible. and i'm the first person i think to go up and get makeup ready and I'm like, oh, girl, look, I brought you some cinema secrets. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, she was kind of annoyed because at this point, she still didn't know I was a makeup artist. Because um, uh. I was not. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I was not about to tell her because if I told her that, we were going to have a conversation. So yeah. I was trying to covertly save my cast by, like, bringing her this brush cleaner. <laughs> by bringing her cinema secrets. At the minimum, girl. It's, just, almost, like, it's and, almost like when people, like, offer you, like, gum and you're like, are you offering yes! me gum because my yes! breath stinks or are you just offering me gum to be nice? Listen, I feel like that that was what happened. <laughs> I do both when it comes to gum, especially uh, like when I'm working on people, but that's besides the point. But yes. And also like I was watching, yeah, girl, you know, like alcohol on, on powders and stuff. I've seen that works. Mm. And then she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like pretending that she's doing it. And I'm like, already like oh my god and i'm too nice i'm way too fucking nice so when she's about to do my face she hasn't cleaned her freaking brushes yet she's about to put the powder brush on my face and i put my hand up i stop her i shake my head and i point towards the cinema secret and i'm like can you please use the brush cleaner i have a lot of allergies and she's like oh oh yeah okay yeah you're right yeah thanks and then she cleans the brushes a little bit. Not enough, but it's fine. She did it. Yeah. Fast forward to three days after the shoot. Oh, no. I break out oh. like I have never broken out. My castmate. And, and you're an actor and a model. Like, you need to have. Annoying. That's, that's not okay. And I, I, my skincare is on point. I take really good care of my skin. Yeah. And I can tell when something broke me out. And I know it was her. One of my other castmates also broke out really badly. And fast forward, the story doesn't end. Oh God. Fast forward. I do another production with this company. This time I'm the head, I'm the key artist for a okay. film that they're doing. And they want to bring her in as my assistant. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go into it at all. I trained her as much as I could. She ended up ruining my Ben Nye powders, and she paid for them again. She was really nice. But it's just one of those things where it's like I told, and I told the director. I ended up having a conversation with him. I'm like, listen, mm. this is why I didn't want to have her as, as my assistant. Um, mm-hmm. Also, this is a liability. This person was mm-hmm. dealing with me, and I am nice. And I'm able to educate. If you want me to come in and train your artists in the future, do whatever. I am so willing to do it because I'm so crazy about sanitation and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And I even told her, I'm like, listen, girl, I'm a little OCD and I'm a little crazy and I might be a bitch to you, but I'm going to be teaching you the proper way to do it. And I'm not a bitch. Like, I'm not going to be mean to her, obviously, because mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. blast her the first time. Um, but I had a serious talk with the director and he had a serious yeah. talk with her. Because yeah. I was like, listen, you could get a lawsuit. You could, this is yes, a liability because absolutely. you can get someone really sick. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know what's in her kit. You don't know what's what foundation she's using. Like, I told her not to bring, like, any of those things that she's just talking about because of that. So yeah. it's, it's so important to realize that you are ultimately affecting the livelihood. You're affecting the livelihood of these models. Of these everybody actors. on the production. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially now with COVID, makeup artists are the first line of defense. Literally, they're the yes. people that are facing the disease head on because they're talking to people and they're preventing as much spread as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's so important, especially this was, on set. This was pre-COVID? Yeah, this was pre-COVID. Yeah. This would have God. been, oh, oh, if this was post-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> And like I so bring when, different, yeah. Like like going to your original question. I'm so sorry. I'm ranting. But going to no, the no. Question, this is this is what it, everybody yeah. loves to listen to. This. Yeah. We need to hear stories. We need to like hear like firsthand accounts of like what people yeah. go through. Yeah. And like on set, I bring individual brushes for every single person. When I'm doing extras, it's a little bit difficult, but I have around five to six sets. So mm-hmm. I'm able to um, at least at a minimum use Cinema Secrets in between but I leave a long period of time in between and I also spritz them with alcohol so that I'm able to like have them properly weighed and then also like 
But still, I've never gone through all my brush sets on set, thank God, so far. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even when I do bridal or even when I do all these different things. So I haven't had to encounter that, thank God, because I haven't been working in sets with a lot of extras, which is nice. Productions are minimizing that. I think at that point you would have to get, like, like disposables. Oh, 100%. Well, obviously we're using disposables, but, like, you know, use disposables as much as you can, like, for powder, for foundation, be using disposable. Yeah sponges just because it's like not realistic to keep track of that um when i've been on bigger productions i've given the talent like i've given like models or you know whoever Mm -hmm. i'm i've given them their brushes and like a little ziploc with their name on it i'm like just hold on to that that way i could touch you up with these brushes yeah god knows what new york fashion week is gonna look like like post-covid because if you're okay if you're listening like and you're not like up to speed with this shit like you need to be up to speed because this is this is this is the new standard Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The standard is not going to be lower anytime soon. This is going to yeah. be like this the standard and we all have to be at it or above it. And like Nadia was saying, like pe- so people see my kit and they appreciate like what you're doing and they feel safe and it's ultimately also going to get you booked and it's going to get you rebooked because people feel comfortable and safe with you. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 100%. And mm-hmm. and it's just it's just so important because because of how the disease spreads to be aware of how disease like that spread like you mm-hmm. know it's airborne um mm-hmm. you know you can kill it with soap and water so you know there's there's different things that you can do and also you know all the other sanitation things that we do and minimizing your kit is a good way to also stay safe yes. because you're exposing less of your materials and less quantity of it to the virus um so little things like that are so important too yeah keeping keeping everything i think keeping everything covered especially because Mm -hmm. i still see you know i I don't know about you but like for me like gone are the days where i'd have like every single thing open like Mm -hmm. every eyeshadow palette open and it looks so pretty and i'm like ooh, look at my spread Mm -hmm. and i still see like makeup artists doing that and i'm just thinking i'm like do you not know that it's airborne Mm -hmm. why are you exposing your like 40 pans of powder products to the air when you could just yeah. be keeping it closed so it just it just also makes me wonder like how up to speed people are and there's so there's so many resources out there and I, I you know what this episode I'm gonna probably have to like write a big bio and like link I'm a so lot of sorry. resources <laughs> for you guys no but it's true like mm-hmm. the, the resources are out there and me as a makeup artist I sit there a lot of the times and I'm looking through people's stories on Instagram and you notice you're like mm, that person mm-hmm. mm, that person and like for me like I occasionally need assistance and Mm -hmm. I'm like, do I want to also like looking at that from like a hiring standpoint, do I want that person on my, like if they don't have the same standard as me, same thing. Like this is why I asked Nadia, this is why I asked you to do this episode with me because I'm like, I know Nadia knows her shit. I know Nadia's up on her shit. I like, (laughs) I watch people and like, I, I can tell you like recently I've seen like top working makeup artists in the local community, like I saw one person who was, they had a um, mascara wand out, so they were holding the wand that goes back in the tube, and they had a disposable, and they were going back and forth from the wand that goes back in the tube. So they were using a disposable, but they were touching, and I was just like, and and this is a very big makeup artist here. And I also, I saw the same, and I saw the same shit with one of those Stila Glitter and Glow things. They had the wand out and they were using their brush, touching the the applicator, touching the client's face and going back and forth. I'm like, do you not realize that that's going back into the tube? That defeats the purpose. And like, honestly, because of how like slowly I have to move now to, Mm -hmm. because I have like ADHD, like I can't like keep, it's really hard for me to keep track of things. So I have to Mm -hmm. move slower now. Everybody makes mistakes and we're all doing the best that we can given the situation. So you're bound Mm -hmm. to make mistakes. The important thing is that you're aware of what's going on and you're paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah. And also too, I think it's so important to, with condensing and with sanitation, to um, create a new world workflow because that's mm-hmm. something that for example like at Sephora they taught me really well mm-hmm. we, we back in the day when we used to have everything set out it was supposed to be for the workflow and everything was set up in a very um, linear way for example okay. we start with skincare then we go with base if that's what you're doing then we go with eyes and everything was placed on my table in a way that was easy for me to work that process and even 
even now, the way that I have my um, little kit organized is I have all my complexion products first and everything is linear. And I usually put that in the space where I'm going to start first and then next to that I have my eyes. And then yeah. everything is in a way where I can work linearly. That way I don't okay. have to move back and forth and look for stuff That's smart. because that – I'm, I've developed a decent speed because of it. Mm-hmm. Like I can do a full phase in around, depending if I'm like really, really hauling ass, I can, I can do it in 30 minutes. Um, especially yeah. when I used yeah. to be able to do it in 30 yeah. pre COVID, but now it's like 45. Yeah, no, I think, and I think that's super fair. Um, for film yeah. and TV, you have to be really quick just yeah. because you have around sometimes around 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's for like leading actors, like bigger roles. You might right. have a little bit more time if they're nice and you're always going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> 10 more minutes. <laughs> nope, yeah. they're not ready. Yeah. So it just depends. And also like when you're doing like bridal stuff, you also have mm-hmm. to pretty quick too. But having that workflow and including your sanitation with it has helped so much. For example, mm-hmm. like I like to get individual eyeshadows. That way I can pop them off from my little palettes wherever I have them. And that's the only thing that I'm exposing from my kit while I'm using it. So you mean individuals like the, like you have a palette with like the magnet, like yeah. the magnet. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have that yeah. too. So you basically yeah. I pop just pop it up. out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I put it mm-hmm. in my setup. Um, and I have different spaces for everything. Like I want to get the little, I saw an artist do this. The MYO kit. Do you have those? I made my own. <laughs> yeah, Nadia is really crappy. I'm telling you, you need to follow her because she's yeah. so crappy. Yeah. So I made my own stuff like that, but I did buy the little pods and everything. Um, especially okay. when, I'm, when I'm on set. And I also, uh, so I have little ways to like have my little like touch up kits together. But again, I just kind of pop things off and I put them aside. That way I'm not exposing everything and that way everything is accessible too. So it's just working smart, not hard. And mm-hmm. it'll take a little bit of time to figure out for you individually what works best. But kind of thinking about it, thinking about it that way where like it's more linear and it just helps you get so much more speed and also not having to clean brushes like if you have to clean brushes in between clients that's just going to take you so much time but just Mm -hmm. having already like multiple sets ready helps so much and then i have a little like use brushes section i have my clean brushes sometimes depending i divide them already in my pocketbook Um, and then I bring extra brushes just in case. Um, and then I also have a plastic pencil case, a pretty big one, mm-hmm. where I put all of my used brushes. So if I'm doing, mm-hmm. for example, like this weekend I was doing a bridal party of four, um, I would take out my first set, put it in my little thing, and then once I was done, I would put it in my, in my plastic, in my little pencil case. So mm-hmm. that way I knew that those brushes have to be sanitized. Yeah, um, yes. and they're that's separate I, from everything. Yeah, you do the, so, you do you do the same thing too. That's what I do too. I put them, but I have like a little bin, so I have like a red mm-hmm. bin that like yeah. I put stuff in, and so basically what we're saying is educate yourself yeah figure out what works best for you but like in a way that makes sense for you and then by repetition Mm -hmm. well by repetition you're gonna get faster at it and you're gonna Mm -hmm. get better and smarter at it but like you have to keep track of what you're using what's in use and um who you know just labeling things like i keep a so since everything is plastic i keep a black sharpie and i just write names on them and then at the end of the night you take 99 percent alcohol and you could just wipe off the sharpie Mm -hmm. and reuse it um and then also i just wanted to mention because we keep mentioning pocketbook um Mm -hmm. so if you don't know what pocketbook is um i'll put a link in the episode description but basically it's a little binder that has individual um ziploc like plastic um bags that are like contained in the binder so Mm -hmm. basically it's like a little binder that has like portfolio and you could put your I put my disposables in there and um, I make disposable sets per person so I could just mm-hmm. pop out that that one sleeve yeah. per client, um, things like that. And then I have one pocketbook that has all the back stock of it. So mm-hmm. um, I think that most of the stuff that I found out has been through like the Artist Arsenal, Create yeah. Safely, and Artist Kit Company has just great palettes for condensing and things like yeah. that. And then also, like I said, like if you don't know, ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. If you don't know, ask. And if you see something that like you're like, ooh, I've never seen that. Why is she doing that? Ask. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays people are more willing to share. Yeah. Like the community has one thing that I, I was talking actually with a with a creator of of artist kit. Mm-hmm. We don't know who they are. It's a mystery. It's quite yes. fun. Ugh. It's quite fun. But <laughs> I was I was briefly spoke, speaking to them about it. It's like I'm so 
in a weird way, COVID has created such a strong community mm -hmm. because everyone has had to kind of band together and figure it out together. Yes. Um, I've connected with so many makeup artist friends from all around the world, um, yes. sharing kit ideas and solutions to problems that we didn't even know we, we had. Um, yeah. And, and then another really cool company that they're about to release their products. They're called the Kit Pack, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to look this up real quick. Ooh, and yeah, yeah, the Kit Pack. Um, Artist Kit also shouted them out. And they're really cool. They're going to release double-sided um, plastic palettes. And they look to be like the size of an iPhone. And it's it's just so cool because they're they're also posting a lot of information and it's so awesome. Ooh, like like I know right? I, oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. I'm excited. <laughs> I get like I get like very like titillated when it comes to like I don't know. Every time I see and you've made and you've made some stuff where I was like, ooh, Nadia, what did you make that out of? I'm a, I'm like, a problem. Well, I'm an okay. instigator for artists to buy random stuff for their. Kids. Nadia Nadia made palettes where she was like gluing like yeah. magnets into things and. Uh, mm -hmm. ooh, Nadia turns me on with her like kit stuff, I swear. <laughs> we are a make we're we are kit sexuals. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, kit, kit sexuals. That is gonna be the name though. Hey, I'm giving you some good names. Kit sexuals. Yes. Oh, I love this though. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. And, and like, like also, you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like also like Create Safely and um, Artist Arsenal, they have their own Instagram, like like Amazon pages. Yes. And so many. Yeah. So many of the things that they share, like I've gone in there and shopped for them or just shared with my other friends and we kind of brainstorm. And it, I'm so thankful for the community because they really are really trying to band together. And I've never had anyone not respond to my DMs when I ask them questions. Same. I'm always open for people to reach out to me. So it's just really cool. I saw some girl, she put, um, she put mascara in a, like a click pen. Oh yeah! And then you know, like a uh -huh. click lip wand, yeah, um, which would normally have like mis uh, uh, sorry, like lip gloss, lip gloss uh -huh. but it's a clicker. And um, she put the mascara in there so she could just dispense mm -hmm. the mascara. And mm -hmm. I'm like, well, the good thing is I used an Essamerix color fix. So it's like the same thing. You could use that as a mascara. But I was mm -hmm. like, people are so innovative. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you have to be a crafty bitch to be a makeup artist. You really Or do. you have to have a crafty assistant because I do also know makeup artists that look like kit condensing and like all this stuff is not everybody's forte. And it's mm -hmm. like, so get an assistant. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Get an assistant who's willing to do that shit for you because yeah. I know people that have and that's fine. Yeah. Just as long as you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very satisfying to me. Like when I'm doing my, my kit condensing, <laughs> I just put out a nice song. I put um a little YouTube video of either makeup artists talking about their kits or I do a little bullet journal video because I love bullet journaling. Um, mm. And I just like relax, sip my, not okay, actually, I don't sip my tea because my hands are working. But, you know, I have some, <laughs> some music, I have a podcast, I have something. And then I'm just like mm -hmm. chilling and just depotting. And it's just so satisfying to see so, how that how that works. What is your, so what is your favorite like MacGyver, like MacGyver mm -hmm. uh, product that you've made? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I think that my, I think that my little cases are pretty clutch. But like the, I'm not gonna take credit. No, like like where my all my makeup is. Like the like uh, the oh, thing. Yes, but yes, like yes, I'm yes, taking yes, no yes. credit for that whatsoever. Um I did oh, man, there's so many things I've made. Um <laughs> I also did um little like plastic cases and I put the the two magnets on both sides and that's Yes, what that I, was the one that I remember. Yeah, and I yeah. like those are pretty cool because I use those for my actor touch up kits. And they're double-sided, so, like, I'm able to just, like, fill this up. Man, I wish I could, like, what the heck is my kit? I don't know. So I don't Nadia so made, things. what Nadia's talking about, she made, uh, it's, like, a plastic, what is it that you got? I literally have no idea. I just it's found like on a, Amazon, like, a, like, like, a clear plastic little case. And mm -hmm. it's, like, big enough where you can put magnets on both sides, and then it opens, and then it has, like, magnets on both sides. And you can – and it's not that big. It's really not that big. It's, like, the yeah. size of a card. Right, so it's – so, yeah. And, like, I would say, like, if you're just not good at MacGyvering shit, just, like, buy stuff from, like, Artist Kit Company. Yeah. Like, buy stuff from uh, Create Safely and Pocketbook. Yeah. Stuff that's already, like, curated for you. Just, you know, make it easy on yourself. Don't try to, like, mm -hmm. do things that, like – aren't your thing yeah I, don't know. Exactly. I find I find it satisfying I mm -hmm. I will say I think I was like I was not the first person to find that photo organizer I definitely wasn't because mm -hmm. I definitely saw it from someone else but mm -hmm. because we were like one of the first people to go back people were like oh my god mm -hmm. what is that and I was like god damn it I knew about the fucking uh mm -hmm. Amazon affiliate links after this but I was like people definitely yeah. bought this stupid photo organizer because yeah. of me. 
<laughs> well, people still keep asking me about like the the stuff that I like how I made my my makeup cases and stuff like that, where everything is, and I'm just like I've just been so lazy. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like you know what? I'm just I'm just glad that I can share with the community. Like that's really all it comes down to. Like yeah, I really should do that, but at the same time, I'm just glad that I get to share really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And I get to share kind of like my own workflow as well because I also do videos of that. Like it's funny that you're mentioning like what to look for a makeup artist because um, I'm editing a video that I made of like very TikTok-y. Things to look at when you're hiring a makeup artist. <laughs> like things like that because I think it's yes. so important and people don't think about it. And mm -hmm. like as I obviously shared, I've had so many experiences as an actor and as a model you where I'm so just much, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, knowing both sides is really helpful yeah. as well. I agree. And, like, I've worked in retail, too. So, like, we can't even – I could do a whole episode on retail. But, Girl. like, before mm -hmm. COVID, I always told people, I was like, do not watch anything on your face, maybe on your hand, and, like, take it off immediately. But, like, people that work there would, like, dip – like, as if one person dips double into that – you know, lip wand or whatever it is. If one person dips double, it's automatically contaminated. Do you know how many people come by these counters? And people that work there will dip, double dip. I've seen employees double dip. I've and seen I'm like, dogs lick lipsticks. Shut the fuck up. I'm not it's, even joking. Like I, <laughs> I mean, that makes sense because it's down at Dog Because it's down. Night. Yeah, and I've seen it happen multiple times. Oh, like, and obviously we grab and sanitize <laughs> it as fast as we can. And like the artists, like they really try their best. Like I can say that you can for the most so part. Much. But like, I feel like Sephora is better at it though than like department stores. Department also, stores don't like care. these artists, let me just get on my soapbox real quick. They are so <laughs> underpaid. Mm -hmm. Like these services are. $50 some like most of the time a $50 purchase um and these artists have to sell and then these artists also do not get paid enough for these services like I'm not gonna yeah. say what I got paid but it was definitely like <laughs> not $15 an hour <laughs> well when I worked at the top luxury counter uh in Saks Fifth Avenue for mm -hmm. makeup they don't even charge people for girl like Sephora listen. says a $50 purchase so mm -hmm. does Mac and yeah. at Saks Fifth Avenue it just complimentary with purchase so you know what people bought one mascara and then they returned it the very next day and i'm like cool yes. so i'm getting paid nothing uh yeah. yeah it's yeah it's crazy it's like girl just just be nice to your artist if they're nice some artists are mean but like mm -hmm. if they're nice be nice because like it's a lot <laughs> Yeah, so we just like overloaded you guys. Please like go to the bio of this this episode, the description. I'm going to have as many links as I could possibly put in for you guys as resources, but like please ask us. Like ask me. I told like I always say like I'm mean, but I'm not really mean. You can message me. Like <laughs> <laughs> and Nadia is very nice so um... I was gonna say I try to be nice you saw me talking shade but also being really like like sad that I was talking shade I don't like talking I don't like talking shit but we like, didn't really even also, talk shade I mean like you know we're like telling the tales we're like around the campfire but like she, she did me dirty though she did me dirty so that's why I kind of don't feel bad heeding the, the the cautionary tale. I know I know so um but before we sign off because um I usually do this in every episode I usually do um a would you rather or a kill do or marry oh my gosh so um I thought of this one beforehand and I think that it's a good one so um I'm gonna give you a kill do or marry okay oh my gosh so cinema secrets mm -hmm. parian spirit okay and beauty so clean I'm gonna say to, to sanitize your kit. I'm gonna say I'm gonna kill Parian just okay. because I don't I don't I don't use them. <laughs> um, I'm gonna marry Beauty So Clean just because mm -hmm. they have more variety. But I'm gonna do mm -hmm. Cinema Secrets because you know they're fun. Yeah, they are fun. They're blue and they smell they're nice. Like little... Yeah, they do smell <laughs> nice. We love Cinema Secrets. I love all those brands. Perry yeah. and Spirit has a little bit of oil in there, so like I find uh. that. Uh, Perry and Spirit can get like a really stubborn makeup out mm. and Beauty So Clean just did a bunch of um, like studies to show that it did kill COVID oh, um, but when it comes down to it guys 70% uh, alcohol is your BFF not 99% mm -hmm. so basically um, I know the answer to this basically okay. it evaporates <laughs> too fast to kill yes. the virus mm -hmm. so you want mm -hmm. it to be 70 because it stays there long enough for it to be able to kill it Right, because it like stuns it. So mm -hmm. yeah, seventy percent, you guys. If you have ninety nine or whatever, just literally dilute it. That's all it is. 
70% alcohol. So I learned this from an effects artist that was just like, oh, there's mm -hmm. only 90% alcohol? Just add water. It's fine. It makes it 70. So I don't know how true that is, but I think that sounds you like science. You probably would have to, you probably have to like measure out exactly. Yes, you do. You do. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> before we go, Nadia, um, now that you've had like your full on initiation to uh, Dirty Self Makeup Podcast. Hey. Um, before we go, can you tell our listeners where to follow you, anything you have going on, any parting words for them? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can follow me at my makeup Instagram at Nadia Michelle MUA. And again, that is N A D D Y A, Michelle MUA, because my mom got creative. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you want to follow my acting stuff, you can do that. It's just Nadia underscore Michelle, but like, yeah, I do stuff. I she was just things. on a Lifetime movie. Oh, yeah, I was in a Lifetime movie. <laughs> See, it's weird. I don't like to – it's weird. I feel so weird self-promoing. But, yeah, those are things friend. that I do. And then I sometimes release little videos and information, and sometimes I just do little rants on my Instagrams. So those are always fun. And uh, I sometimes, when I am consistent, post pictures on my page because I have a backstock that I am very behind on. So you will see my work as well. There you go. Thank you, Nadia. You're awesome. I'm so happy that I had you on. And I'm so happy that, like, I, I definitely want to have on more, like, local Atlanta makeup artists, mm -hmm. especially because, I've, like, I want people to know who's local in the community. Um, I love and appreciate the fact that I have makeup artist friends all over the world, but to have mm -hmm. someone close to home is always really nice and I know that a lot of Atlanta creatives do listen to this so it's good to know that we have a local community so um yeah, yeah. don't be crusty don't be don't dusty be and dusty. don't be crusty don't be dusty um and we will talk to y'all next week Bye.